It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer. With you till three, Elliot, back from the combine in Indy. What up, pal? Ooh, turn that mic on. Wow, rookie mistake rookie for me. It's like mistake. my mind's still back in Indy, you know? Yeah, you're, you're just still... Uh, I got to pick it up. Yeah, uh, I'll, no, I'll forgive you. It's good to be back. Always good to come back to Philly when you're in uh, another city. Um, productive combine, I would say. Feel like a productive combine for the Eagles. Uh, important for the Eagles. Yes, I mean, we have three first-round picks. I don't know if people know that, but the Eagles have three first-round picks. I've heard. Years, so Many yeah. are saying 15, 16, and 19. Yes. Um, also, after no combine last year, you know, I think well, someone— yeah, how he talked about that and yeah. on the podium, talking about how last year was tough not to be here. Yeah. You know, you, all the, the scuttlebutt, as they say, like all the kind of talking, all the information, who's available, who's not, who people looking to get rid of, like how he said that was beneficial. Yeah, and it, and it felt normal. I think, you know, with everything going on, you know, coming out of the pandemic, like we'll see how things are in all walks of life, how, how things go back to. But it was good to be back at Indy, feel normal. And, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I feel like I, I collected some good information while Ooh, I was there. And, love uh, that. Yeah, so, um, you know, the quarterbacks through. I know everyone's all excited about Malik Willis now. Mm-hmm. I'm not as excited about Malik mm-hmm. Willis. Right there, it actually right made me appreciate Jalen Hurts a little more. Um but my biggest takeaway from the combine was just I'm worried the Eagles are getting ready to make a mistake. Ooh. I, I understand that they need to address the pass rush. Trust me. I know the importance of it. I know that they uh they don't have a lot there. I know it was an underperforming unit last year. This I'm not like saying they definitely shouldn't go after pass rush. I'm worried they're not gonna fix this offense as maybe as much as it needs to be fixed. Mm. The sense I got is that they seem comfortable with what they have of a skill position set with Devontae, Dallas Goddard, the running backs, and then Quez Watkins is number two. And I understand that these people, these players can grow. They can improve. I don't know, man, though. Like, I get the pass rush thing. I get your love for N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia. Oh, like, give him to me right, right now. Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati. I understand the excitement about it. But, man, the Eagles really need to work on this offense. And I personally – 
hope that when they when they use their resources, they don't overlook the fact that they desperately need a number two wide receiver. They probably need a number three wide receiver as well, if we're, if we're being honest. They probably need upgrade at running back somewhat. Like, they can't just overlook this offense and just focus on the defense look, predominantly. Look, I, I'm not going to say I don't want them to get another wide receiver. I clearly do. I think it's a need for this team. They were very effusive about Quez Watkins at the end of the season. Yes. Sirianni's, you know, after the season presser, talking about Quez Watkins. We think he's a a number two. He called him, I think he said, like, one of the better number twos in the league, he said, or something crazy like that. Like, so uh, it is interesting to hear they might be higher on Quez than maybe we are. I think it would just be a a massive, and again, look, this is, uh, they have a lot of needs. We get it. You know, you can argue that they need multiple things on both sides of the ball, but but this team has to fix the defense. Like, the the priority this offseason, and obviously, you know, we can talk about the quarterback thing and all that, but I think you and I are pretty comfortable with Jalen Hurts at another year, seeing what he's got, seeing the growth, the age, he's only 23, all that stuff. Like, they have to fix his defense, man. They have no young talent on this defense. Like, Avante Maddox, the only guy under 30. I mean, Javon Argy's 29. Well, only Josh, guy Josh under, Sweat. And Josh Sweat. Okay, two guys under 30 you feel like are pieces for the future. That's it. Yeah. That's it. They were 31st in sacks this past season. I think when you look at what was the better unit this year, everyone would say the offense was better than the defense. And, and granted, they failed Marg- the wrong Marginally. Time but still, at least you could count on something with the offense. At least the offensive line was top-tier elite type stuff. You had something you could hang your hat on defensively they're bereft this team needs talent i would be okay and i don't think they're going to make all three first round picks but i'd be okay if they just went defense 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 yeah give me two pass rushers and a kobe dean or get me sauce Gardner and two pass rushers whatever i think it is imperative this offseason with the draft with these picks with their resources to allocate defense that's what this team has to do so i think what remains the most important question for this team is do they have a quarterback And I know that a good defense helps a quarterback. I understand that. But ultimately, what helps a quarterback the most is putting pieces around him. You look what the Eagles did from 2016 to 2017 with uh, Carson Wentz, right? They went out and they did sign Chris Long and they brought Patrick Robinson in on, like, small, small deals. But what they also did was they went out and they gave Alshon Jeffrey a big one-year money. They signed Torrey Smith. They brought in LeGarrette Blunt. Like, they surrounded him with better skill position players. And I think they'd be making a mistake if they go into next season with the same set of the same set of skill position players they have now. And they need to do more than just make small moves. Like this does this can't be a, a you know equivalent of a Legarrette Blunt type signing. They need to bring in a legitimate number two receiver for this team because if they don't, like I think Jalen Hurts needs to improve for sure. There's things he needs to work on absolutely. But he did have some of the worst receiver play in the NFL around him last year. Like, I don't think there's much question that if you look at the combination of Devontae Smith, who is good, but Jalen Rager and Quez Watkins as a two and three, that's one of the worst trios in the NFL at receivers. So I still think while I know the edge rush, the edge rusher is a need, like Amari Cooper might be, a, be available. Calvin Ridley might be available. Mike Williams might be available. There are, like, legitimate options out there to go out and get. Like, would you trade 19 for Calvin Ridley? I I, that might be an overpay, but man, Calvin Ridley would be really good on this team, especially if, you know, he, I know last year in Atlanta, he had some things going on, but if he's past that and he's ready to play, like he would, he would change this offense in a big time way. So they do need younger players on defense, but ultimately in the NFL, you still win with offense. Like you win with having an elite quarterback, you win with an offense. You look at that Kansas city Buffalo game. You look at how the Bengals turned it around because they had Joe Burrow, but not only that, like they put talent around him, T Higgins, Jamar Chase, uh, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, like all these guys that this skill, this 
uh, really good selection of skill players around him. The Eagles don't have that yet for for um, Jalen Hurts. They have Dallas Goddard, who's very good, probably elite already, I would say. Uh, Miles Sanders, I mean, the running game is good, but they need more around Jalen. And with the the huge amount of assets they have this offseason, like, you have to prioritize it where it really matters. And that's not linebacker. It's not cornerback. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean you should avoid those positions, but it does mean if you're sitting there and you have an option between a really good offensive player and a really good defensive player, I hope they lean offense. Yeah, I don't. I really don't. And I get the point. Look, and again, this is a uh, – it's all gray areas, right? It's not black or white. We know that they have needs on both sides of the ball, and you can argue that they need to fill holes on both sides of the ball to get to where we want them to be. But we can't be so reactive. It's like, oh, look at the Super Bowl. Oh, the Bengals have all these skill players. Well, the Super Bowl before that, the Tampa Bay Bucks defense shut down Patrick Mahomes and they won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl before that, Bill Belichick and the Patriots defense shut down the Rams and they won the Super Bowl. Like, yes, offense matters, but not at the expense of defense. And I feel like when you look at this offense, I think you can make a couple small tweaks and still be a top you know, half of the league. See, top but that's where we disagree. Offense. It's like, not just a couple of tweaks. Like their passing game was one of the worst in the NFL last well, year. Well, it's going to come down to Jalen taking a step forward and being better without question. Absolutely, but, and part of that is on him, and part of that is you finding need to out. Be able to stop people at a certain point. You still need to have a defense that is of a certain level of caliber. Well, and they have that already. Is close? Oh uh, no, 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 no. They were First 31st of all, in sacks. They couldn't yes. get pressure on the quarterback, especially with your boy, Mr. John Gannon. Oh, best defensive well, coordinator. You're telling me they have no talent. But if he's going to be your defensive coordinator. Don't you need guys to rush a passer in yes. his scheme? Yes. We just saw how bad it can look against good quarterbacks if you don't get any pressure on those guys. Yes, I agree they need to address the pass rusher, right? Me and you are on the same page with that. I think it's a critically important position to address. The point I'm making is, as much as I like Nicobe Dean out of Georgia, as much as Sauce Gardner is exciting, as much as you know, going out and signing a Harold Landry, a Chandler Jones, like there are players out there to be had. You only get so many assets. You only get so many, you know, so many abilities to hand out these contracts. And you said the offense just needs a tweak. Like, I don't think that's tweaks. I, Some tweaks. Right, right. But I don't I think that's underselling where they're at. Like the off the defense, for what it's worth, at least they put up, you know, they they stopped the team they were supposed to stop. You're right that they need to be better from a pass rushing perspective. But the offense, they the Eagles are not going to make the playoffs next year if they don't throw the ball better. They can play the same type of defense they did last year and probably still make the playoffs, right? Because they're gonna play bad. There's a lot of bad offenses in the league. We saw last year what they did, all those things. I don't think they can play the same type of offense and make the playoffs because teams are going to adjust. There's not really much to adjust to with Jonathan Gannon's defense. Like, he's going to roll out the same thing probably and just hope the pass rush That's why better. you need better players there. Just hope the pass rush but the, is better. But the you defense need better was, players. But they were a playoff defense. They, de- linebackers. they were a playoff defense. They last were year. not a playoff well, defense. Well, they made the playoffs. Oh, come on, dude. They didn't stop a single good quarterback all season. The not offense, one. The offense, not one. The offense cannot cannot duplicate what they did last year. You cannot be a running first offense again, right? Yes, Jalen needs to be better. Jalen okay, being the better way you will do lift that... the tides. He will make everyone around him better. That's the key. No, no, no. Okay, first of all, do either, do either of us think that's going to happen? I think there's a chance it happens. A chance, but, but Absolutely. But what makes it easier for him? If you go out and you get him more weapons, they need to improve the passing game from a pass receiver posi- like perspective as well. Dallas Goddard, again, probably an elite tight end. But Devontae, like, I like him. Is he a legitimate number one? I don't know, right? Maybe. We'll they, see. They, and I don't think Quez is a two. I don't even think Reger belongs on the field. Agree. Like, they, I don't they, think they, he should be on the team. Right. You know they that. need to go out and get Jalen weapons because ultimately what this all comes down to, bottom line, is do they have the quarterback? The Eagles made the playoffs last year, and all we're talking about still is, like, that they're not a finished product and they're not actually a playoff team, and that's 
basically just tie it to the quarterback because people don't feel good about the quarterback. So they have to go out and put more around him. Again, I would address the edge rusher position, but ultimately the majority of their um, assets should go to fixing the offense because the offense is more broken, in my opinion, than the defense. Yeah, I think it's not even close. I think the defense is significantly more broken, and I think you need young talent in those positions. Look, if you want to go sign a wide receiver, fine. Everything else to the defense. All your draft but can picks I ask you why you think the defense is, is so broken? There's so little talent. We watched it on the field. Again, like, they didn't stop a good offense all year long. We can't look at this defense and say, oh, they stopped the Giants and the Jets and the, you know, the Washington and say, oh, we're fine. Like, you, the, every single challenge they faced against a real offense, they lost. Every so, single one. I would say that what is equivalent to what you're saying is every time the Eagles had to throw the ball this year and, and win – they were uh, unable to do it. I, I mean, maybe re- if they had a few more stops, they wouldn't have to throw as but much. No, they could have used the running game more. It was just they were down so many points because they couldn't make a stop on defense. I'm asking you, can you think of a game this year where they threw the ball to a win? I'm not saying there wasn't one. I'm refresh my memory. I'm trying to think. So, not the Saints game. I mean, I think the KC they, game, they they lost, but he had 400 see, yards but passing. I, yeah, but. They were in that game. I wouldn't say that's garbage time. But that's fair. But, but the point I'm making is, you say the defense can't stop a good quarterback. They can't. They didn't. And I'm not disputing you on that. What I'm saying is the offense cannot throw the ball, and I think that is a much bigger problem. I think if Jalen Hurts takes a step forwards, you're going to see them throw but, the ball better. Devontae Smith will be better in year two. Year one to year two is the biggest leap a player makes. I wouldn't be shocked to see Devontae come out and be awesome this year. That wouldn't be shocking at all. Dallas I Goddard agree. looks like he's pretty awesome. The running backs look like they got a nice stable of guys. Like The offensive line is great. Like Yes, they need some help at receiver, but it pales in comparison to the fixes that need to be made on this defense for this to be a quality championship playoff caliber defense because right now it's not close from a talent perspective. It's just going to be so disappointing if they come back next year and Quez Watkins is the number two receiver. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at a bottom line— I won't line, argue with and, on that. And I don't even hate—like, I'm not super down on Quez. I like Quez, but I just, as a three, maybe. I think sometimes the idea of Quez seems like a lot better than what Quez actually is. Like, he's viewed as a speed guy. He got caught from behind this year, right, on that long 90-yard thing. Longest play in the NFL, the 91-yard yeah, non-touchdown. Yeah. yeah, he dropped an easy pass against the Broncos in the end zone, right? Like, his numbers are actually not that good. Good when you consider what they're projecting him to be. Now, to your point, he could improve, right? Second or third year for him, like he could definitely improve. I just know that when I look at this offense, they have to be better next year. And you're right, the defense does as well. But I think we would both agree that offense is still more important in the NFL than defense is. And so if you have to have one unit take a big leap forward, like it needs to be the offense. And I'm not rolling the dice that these guys are just going to improve. I need to add players to the offense. 215-592-9494. Obviously, we acknowledge they need help on both sides of the ball. Yes. I admit they need a wide Don't receiver. call up and say, I don't think they should take an edge rusher. <laughs> don't tell James that he's a yes. guy. Elliot admits he needs a rush, uh, edge rusher. The question is, What's more important? They have a finite amount of assets to use this offseason. They have some cap room, not a ton. They have draft picks, important draft picks, three first-round picks. What is most important to use these assets towards? If you have to choose between the two, beefing up the offense or beefing up the defense? And, and Elliot just got back Mindy. He saw these guys. He saw the press conferences. He's in the room with all these guys. Like I was in the room where it happened. It, Look at you. Well done right there. like that? Shout out. Two inside joke. That is yeah. a good one right there. And I, Well, not that inside. A lot of people like Hamilton. But I, right. I, I think it was very good anyway. Thank you. We love Hamilton is the point. So uh, if you want to ask any questions to Elliot about his time in Indy, what it was like there, 
who stood out to him, all that type of stuff, any scuttlebutt that he heard that he can that he can speak about here. We'll take those questions to 215-592-9494. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time, and it is a joy to have him back, our buddy Tom in Abington. Yo, Tom! Oh, buddy. Tom! Oh, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't have my mic on. Oh. <laughs> no. No. He's back. That was He's phenomenal back. work. Yo, there strong, is. buddy. Well, strong, <laughs> strong performance by you. You're not the oh. best in the business for nothing, pal. No. <laughs> My man. Thank you, sir. Um, all right, so uh, prior to getting into the Eagles, I'd like to start the call by um, offering um, offering something up. Uh, I'm going to give someone an opportunity here, and that would be Mr. Elite Shore Parks. All right, let's do it. <laughs> all right, the opportunity is for you to either backtrack or hopefully totally rescind what I believe to be your most asinine sports take in your albeit young but illustrious career. Wow, right. the Let's most asinine. How about this? Let's hear it. Okay. Are we willing to admit that Danny Green is not a lead at anything? All right, so here's the thing about that. Is this Go Birds Look, or what are we doing? Here? I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you 20 birds. seconds, okay? Huh? Danny Green is an elite three-point shooter in his career. I, I will admit he is no longer an elite three-point shooter, but he clearly in his career has been an elite three-point shooter. No, that's not what you said. You said he is. Uh, yeah, here's again, what I'm, gonna, I'm rescinding. That's here's basically what I'm, what I'm gonna saying. Say, I, was, I, I called Tom the best in the business, and he leads on Go Birds with a Sixers question. What are we doing here, Tom? <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. All right, let's bring it to the birds. Um. So Russell Wilson is doing one of two things. He's either coming here to the Eagles, wants to come here, and he knows it, or he's doing the biggest troll fans ever on us as Eagles fans. Well, so, what, because of the signing the Eagles hat and the cheesesteak thing you're talking about? Oh, what cheesesteak cheese thing? The to back that up. He crowbarred that in three times in that interview. Uh, I didn't see this. What happened? Yeah, with, like Jimmy Kimmel, he mentioned cheesesteaks like three seconds. Philly cheesesteaks. Really? Philly cheesesteaks. Three mm. times he did. He, and, and That is interesting news, Tom. I did not <laughs> know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I, all right. So, listen, when it comes to the draft, um, all right, let me, let me give you guys a trade proposal. Let me see what you guys would do here. What right. if the Eagles had the opportunity to give up two firsts this year, both the 16th and the 19th, a second this year, first next year, second next year, Hertz and Dillard, and you get Wilson and Metcalf. Would you do it? Yes. Yeah. I would. See, it was two first, two seconds. No, it's three first, two seconds. Hertz and Dillard. If I'm, if I'm under. Is that right? Three first, two seconds. Hertz and Dillard. Out. Yep. Now, do you for think Metcalf that, and Wilson? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I think. You do you think to. that the uh, Seahawks would be interested in that? No. I don't think so. so. I do no. not believe the Seahawks are going to trade Russell Wilson. And they're certainly but, not throwing DK Metcalf in there. I mean, like that. Well, package, that's not a throw-in. You're talking about a second. No, yeah, but, that's a right, yeah. but yeah, like you're talking about a second and Dillard for 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 DK. If you're talking about what it would take to get Wilson on its own, probably like so, three first and a second. Well, really quick on the DK thing, Tom. I don't think it's crazy to think if they trade Russell, they would trade DK because he's up for a new deal. And if you don't have a quarterback, why are you paying a receiver like a massive contract? So. If they trade Wilson, I think you could see DK. Maybe, probably not in the same deal, but I think there there could be talks of him being traded. Right, right. So, all right. So, um, as far as the draft is concerned, I I, I just don't think I was using all three draft picks this year. I don't I either, don't. Tom. I don't either. Yeah, well, but um, the only the way th- I'll push back on that is I do think 
where they're drafting, there's a chance that there could be edge rush, ed rushers there that he would like. So I wouldn't shock me. And also, that. look, there has to be another partner. There has to be a team behind right. them that wants to come up and get that first-round pick, Absolutely. Absolutely. So if he does, all right, so I see three positions. I talked on this last week. I'd be curious to see what you guys think. What three positions do the Eagles need to address, and in what order? What are the top three? And I'm talking through the draft, free agency, trades, everything. So I listed as quarterback number one because you guys know where I stand with Mr. Intangibles. Yeah, I mean, that's such like a loaded position, it's almost hard to even put it on the list. And, yeah. and I wouldn't put it there. I, I mean, you. again, I, w- I would I got, go with Hurts. I got secondary help as two, corner, and sh- corner or safety. Oh, I, I have edge three. rusher one, edge rusher two, maybe edge rusher three. Wow. Like, But wow. for real, like edge rusher is easily, easily for me. Why well, I have MS3. It's my number one position of need, like without question for this football team. Yeah, I, w- right. I would agree. And and you're taking the quarterback off the board. You wouldn't even consider that. Yeah, if I if I wasn't going to include the quarterback, I would put uh, edge rusher, second receiver, and then secondary, like either corner or safety. Safety, I'd probably go safety over corner. Okay. All right, that's fair. All right, well, listen, you guys have a fantastic weekend. My man. Tommy, always a pleasure. Look, look at that. Two of the biggest three needs are on defense. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that they don't need help on defense. What I'm saying is I think it's a major mistake not to make big changes on offense because the offense desperately needs help. I'm not saying the defense doesn't, but the team can't just go into next year saying, all right, let's hope Jalen Hurts gets better. 215-592-9494. And to the point on Hurts, like I I just – I'm clearly much more comfortable giving Hurts another year than someone like Tom from Abington is. I wouldn't have quarterback at the top of that list. So, you know, I don't, I'm not looking to change a quarterback. If, again, if there's a knock-you-down deal for a, a great quarterback, like, I'm obviously going to listen. I think the Eagles obviously have to listen. I just think the best option is going to end up being having Jalen Hurts be the quarterback. Rare opportunity you get to go from Tom from Abington mm. to his nemesis, OG Wade and Chester, back-to-back. What up, Wade? What's up? Brothers, how we doing today? What up, man? Good to talk to you. Mr. Butterman. Mr. Butter, Mr. And, Vegan Butterman. Hey, Let's get it right. You know? a, an embarrassing a, thing a, to have attached to you, right? Wait, that's a, delicious. A quick, a quick shout out to my boy Tom from Abington. But yeah. Tom, the honeymoon is over. Yes, it's back. <laughs> Let's Gotta go. go back at it, brother. I love it. I love it. It's a yeah. beautiful thing. Listen, I'm not going to do what the, the normal people do when they call up to this show and talk about all the ills of this football team. Don't we tired of? Aren't we tired of hearing that? When mm-hmm. is somebody going to call up here and not ask you guys, but come with a solution to a problem? You understand what I'm saying? That's the that's what the OG is all about. And so, go. what I'm going to offer you up right now is at free in free agency, wide receiver Kristen Kirk from our Arizona Cardinals. Okay, Mike Williams as our big receiver. I don't want. I don't want. I like Calvin Ridley. But I like the liking from the distance. I don't. We don't need another small receiver. We need a whatever you're going to get. We definitely need a big receiver. Yeah. Christian Kirk to me can play inside and outside. That's why I like him. I want either Mike Williams or Juju. You know what I'm saying? Juju's a running risk back, to me. I, I, that, that's yeah, a risk. I to want, me. Yeah. Right. It's okay. But at running back, I would like Gordon. You know, out of, from Denver. He's he's getting he's yep. a free agent now. Uh, linebacker Shaq Thompson from I'm, I'm out on Melvin Gordon. I think he's cooked, but again. okay. What do you uh, think Shaq about Hassan R- Hassan Riddick? Temple's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him too. I like him too. Uh, 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 AJ Boye, cornerback, because uh, Carolina's going to cut him. 
okay, mm-hmm. um, and, and defensive end Morgan Fox from Carolina. He, these are all cap casualties right now for them guys. You know what I mean? Then in the draft, I would love the linebacker Dean, uh, the wide receiver Charleston Rambo out of Miami. All right. And then – it's very uh, specific, back, Wade. Yeah, I mean, these, these are answers. The, this is what Wade said he was the bringing. Running, the running back out of Iowa State, if we if he's still there, I wouldn't take him, you know, in the first round. But if he's there in the second round, I would like him. You know, right now, both of y'all are basically saying the same thing, and it's like we we need it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no, we acknowledge that this team has like, needs on both sides of the ball, of course. And I'm, I'm really glad that you, Elliot, recognize – what Jalen didn't have. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this because I'm a Jalen dude. I'm saying this here is that if you look at any elite quarterback that we call elite or good, they all have weapons. Namely, one guy that we call elite and good that has less, what Jalen has yeah. or less. Now, That's I will say saying. real quick, Wade, fair, I will say Jalen had an elite offensive line, which is big, and he did have a good running game to lean on. But you're right, from a strictly receiver position, there. he had some of the worst in the league. But let me say this to that, right? And I'm not I'm gonna debunk what you said about the offensive line and I'm gonna debunk what you said about the running game because guess what? He was your leading rusher. So do right, we the really offensive line was still really good, Wade. Like you can't right, take away from the offensive line. Yeah, Hertz's that's running the helps the running game, of course. But But let me now understand this here. Here's why your offensive line appears that it's elite, okay? Not that it's not. When a well, there defensive you go. end <laughs> when your defensive end, your linebacker and your cornerback has to wait to see what Jalen is going to do before they can come off the ball. Don't you think that's going to make the O-line look good? When Jalen escapes, uh, the way that he escapes, we know he didn't take – he wasn't high in, in sacks last year. Right? Wade, I, I appreciate your point, but I think you're underrating the offensive line. I mean, these guys are no, good No, I'm players. not. I'm saying we do have an elite offensive line. I'm saying that your – Jalen helps with it. I get it. In part – why your offensive line looks as good as Wade, it is. Wait, I get it. Because he's not, he's, you're not giving up sacks. Wait, I got you're you. You're not giving up sacks. Wait, wait, I got you. Great call. We're up against it. And, uh, find someone who loves you the way Wade loves Jalen Hurts. Please. Mm. If, if, you're, if you're alone in this world, find someone like that who loves you that way. His point is correct that Jalen helps the offensive line, but he, he should have just sticked with his fourth. First yeah, and point, just be is, done. Jalen needs some help at receiver. Yes. Bottom line. 215-592-9494. Acknowledge he needs help at wide receiver. Just not as much as this defense needs help everywhere along the defensive side of the ball. What's more important to you right now, the offense or the defense improving it? And again, Elliot just got back from Indy. He was yes. at the Combine. All kinds of draft prospects he saw, stuff he heard, all that stuff. So feel free to ask any questions about that. We'll dive into that more as well coming up. It's Elliot James. Let's go Birds Radio. And let me remind you to hoop it up with the Park Sportsbook app, College Hoops, Pro Hoops. Bet before the game, during the game, yes, during the game, which is a wild ride and the real opportunity to make some money with the live in-game betting and the wild swings back-to-back and forth with the the point lines during the game. The home team, our guys, the only sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. Nobody does the live in-game betting better than the Park Sportsbook app. You can bet on player performances like points, rebounds, assists, and let me tell you, there's a certain bearded fellow in Philly who's Numbers are still not high enough. There is an opportunity with that Philadelphia plays tonight, plus two in Miami's. They're an underdog, so that's a nice bet to me as well. Check out the same game parlays or make those future bets now. Who's going to win the college basketball championship in March? We can bet on it. It's a beautiful thing. Pro Hoops Futures, who's going to win it all? The Park Sportsbook app. And don't forget, now open the new 
Parks, Race, and Sportsbook located right inside the Chickies and Pete's Sports Bar and Crab House in Malvern, PA. Play there, get paid there. The Parks Sportsbook app. It's always fun, and it's uh, Go Birds Radio presented by Parks, you know, and Sportsbook. Uh, you when, got right back into that. When you're arguing about something right before the break, and then you come back from break, you just got to continue the argument on the air. So those who didn't see it, Elliot Short Parks tweeted out, uh, you know, coffee is bad or something. I said like coffee is not good, but coffee's it looks not cool good, to carry it looks around. cool to carry, yeah. Weird thing to say, but... Well, the, it's factual. Like, the idea that coffee's not good is absurd well, to right, begin let, with. Let, let's, but uh, your let's, let's argument for right, why it, is even okay. more absurd. Give would, your argument for why. Would you drink coffee if there was no caffeine in it? Sure. No, you would Well, not. I would. To be, no, but your argument is black coffee. You're talking about yes, black coffee. Because that's what coffee is. But... Any other drink that you have as a mix of ingredients, co- co- soda is a mix of ingredients. Because that's that it's beer a, it's a is a mix of, of ingredients, things, but it's a collection of right. Things. But that, coffee that, that, drinks can be a collection of things just because it's black coffee. That's why they say black coffee. You can if you put sugar and cream and stuff in a coffee, it's still coffee. It's still a coffee drink. It's just the way you like your coffee drink. No, no, no. And it the, tastes great. The difference is. Saying like coffee is like water, like they're like a thing. It's like a there's no ingredient. No, you're you're being you're you're trying to paint it into a hole I'm that not. it's not like. But the majority of people that drink their coffee don't drink it black. Number one, I sure, would guess, right? So so they basically like the sugar and the cream. That's no, what they, they like, like about the coffee. Po- what are you, you're not gonna just drink sugar and because cream. It's not you good. Just drink sugar. That's my would, point. It's just coffee crazy. is not good. I, you sh- add sugar, sugar by cr- itself, not good. Cream by itself, not good. You put them in coffee, it's great. It's a coffee drink. No, no, no. All right, first of all, this cream by itself, cream by itself, and sugar by itself is better than coffee by this itself. This is silly. Number no, one, actually, Number not two, true. Cream by itself is disgusting. What are you talking about? You drink cream? Like that's nasty. I, mean, I don't drink cream, but I'm saying it's still. Be- I, I eat vegan butter, right? So I stay away from shoving the cream. sugar but in your mouth. Like, mm, let me eat that sugar. I'm saying what are you talking about? You would not drink black, uncaffeinated coffee. Which I have means you in don't the past, like the taste of I coffee. I have in the past drank black coffee. I've gone through periods in my life where I've been a black coffee guy. Uncaffeinated? Well, no. But okay, then, so you don't you like the taste of it. You wouldn't drink beer if it didn't have alcohol in it. You wouldn't I, drink an I IPA sooner, if it didn't drink alcohol I would drink that before I would drink coffee. This is, you're just wrong. You just don't like coffee. This is you not liking coffee and then, then uh, f- like, filtering that out to the world and saying, well, coffee's bad because I don't like coffee. No, because the majority of people... Put Most so much stuff in coffee. the coffee that it's it does part of it. It's the way you like your coffee. That's why people, how do you like your coffee? It's actually a phrase. It's a cliche phrase. Hey, how do you like your coffee? Because that's the way you drink your coffee. Coffee is not just black coffee. The majority of people are drinking cream and sugar with a side of coffee. They are not drinking coffee. It, it, like Very little part of this is the actual taste of coffee they enjoy. I've had enough of this argument. 215-592-9494. If you want to chime in on this and tell Eddie, Elliot is wrong, We'd love to hear it. If you want to tell me I'm wrong, don't call. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones and talk to my guy, my pal, Black Gritty in Glassboro. What up, Black Gritty? Seems like somebody's got something against blackness. Is there a... No, no, no. Oh, oh, look at this. I'm I'm, I'm Black Gritty. I'm feeling some sort of way. You're talking about black coffee. You're one of my favorite callers, man. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) let let me tell you something, all right? A steak... It's great, but it's better when you put some salt and butter and some seasonings on it, okay? When you have any kind of drink, it has other things in it. You're Thank absolutely you. wrong. Thank no, no one but, 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 this is my whole point. No, no, Thank no, you. but this is not the point. It's like saying water, milk, and coffee are things that are just by themselves, like the base of them, right? None, none of us would drink uncaffeinated coffee for the taste. That's my point. It does not taste good. 
Water tastes good. People like milk. But you can People make it taste like good un- by putting cream and sugar and stuff in it if you want that. Like, then you don't like the actual thing. Of course. It's part of it. It's the way hey, you take look, your coffee. Look, Greg, Greg, would you eat a steak by itself? Would you eat a steak by itself? Yes. Uh, of course yes, you would. Yes, absolutely you would. Would you drink uncaffeinated I, I, I black coffee? It's not better with other things in it. I would eat a steak by itself because I got to cook it all food, right? Yeah, well, I got to be. Yeah, good point. Great point. Let me let me get to the point, okay? Because this isn't go steak or go I know, I know. We should really move on from this. Yes. You are wrong all the time. You're both wrong today, which means you're both right today. We need everything. I know OG Wade out here came out here and gave me a list. That's a long list. Can we get all of it, OG? Yeah, my guy had like the 19 detailed steps. I'm, he had I'm, names. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, can we get at least the top 10? He had a, a 20 person roster. <laughs> like, I'm like, just give me the top 10 and we good, baby. Uh, right now, we're in that holding pattern where, of course, we need everything, but the, the defense has to be addressed. And I feel like the offense can be addressed in the Howie kind of way with guys that are available and going to be open to us with either via trade or free agency. The defense, I just want I, I need to get a stud. I, I need to get somebody on that defensive line that is a stud because your defensive coordinator needs all the help in the world. I don't care what you say. You're absolutely wrong about that. To the end of time, you're wrong. Well, here's where – well, let me real quick, and I'll let you keep going, but I do want to address something. What you are right about is they need to get edge rushers that can just go out there and do their job. You can't really scheme – it's much harder to scheme up a good pass rush than it is to scheme up a passing game with lesser talent. You know what I'm saying? So you are right that they need someone on the defensive line that the opposing offense, like, worries about. Like, they, they game plan for that week. They don't have that right now. But And you, go, and go you can't get those guys – you can't get those guys in the market. It's hard to get those guys in the market. It's hard because they don't hit free agency often. You're exactly. Right. Yes. Or, or unless somebody wants to trade them, what they do, they're usually a problem or a headache, and that's why you don't want them. Right. So, but they still, but, 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 but where, where I would counter, I guess, both of you a little bit is the offense is not close. Like, I still think the offense needs to, they need to be much better next year than they were last year because I don't think they can just lean on running the ball against people, right? Like, Teams know they're going to do it. I think a blueprint to a certain extent in that Tampa Bay game was shown to how you stop this offense. So if they think they're going to come out next year and run all over people, I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that. And so bottom line is they need to fix the passing game as well. Uh, last question. Do you think you think Cooper would work out here? You think, do you think his anger at the Cowboys would work for us? Or do you I, not like picking up Cowboys? I'm well, usually against picking up Cowboys. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know if I'd pay what it's going to take, but what I'll throw at you guys is, like, if you're Amari Cooper, are you coming here? Like, unless the Eagles pay you a ton of money, are you coming here? Like, they don't throw the ball a lot. There's a question to quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I think Amari, you'd have to overpay to get him here. Yeah, I'm not overpaying for Amari if that's what it takes. All right. Well, last thing I got to tell you guys, Elliot Shore Parks is 90% wrong. Go, Mars! <laughs> you're the best, though. I like you gave me 10%. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's fair. I think every once in a while, you know, blind squirrel, all that type of stuff, you know? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> 215-592-9494. Let's go to Vancouver and talk hey, to our know. other Tom. Tom, hey. Hello, gentlemen. What up, Tom? How you doing? My gosh. Talk about excitement this morning. It's like an all-star cast you've had on there. <laughs> yeah, what a run so Seriously. far. Yeah. That, We're very lucky to have Tom, some legends calling. We are show. lucky that everyone and anyone calls our show. Literally, could not do the show without callers. We appreciate every single one of you. Seriously, I I think Tom from Abington just did the the silence radio version of a picture's worth a thousand words. Yes, yes. agree. That was incredible. It was very clever. So it was, it was it was good work. Bob. I was very tricked by it. We all were. Yeah. Black, black, so was I, actually. I was like, oh, my God, am I going to be up? 
It's like the it's like Gardner Minshew uh, scrambling to get his helmet. Yeah, Actually, right. Gardner Minshew probably already has his helmet on. <laughs> yeah, Gardner's always ready to go. What's on your mind today, but, Tommy? Well, I, Black Ready, I think uh, his analysis was excellent. Um, and I think that, uh, Elliot, the way you're defining the problem, I agree 100% with that. I, I think, though, that the point about the solution of being able to find a wide receiver in the, in the free agency, I think that's a valid one. So mm-hmm. hopefully they're going to be able to do that. And the other huge, like the baseline problem is we don't know about quarterback. We have a huge question mark. Everybody except OG or o- OMG Wade uh, <laughs> has that question. Well, and then my thing with the receiver, too, is like this is just my thought coming back from Indy where I'm worried they don't view it as a problem. Like I'm worried that the team might think, you know what, we're good with Quest. Like and they said that uh, they said that at the end of the season. Right. So, you know, I'm not offering any pushback on like they need an edge rusher. Like they absolutely need to fix this defensive line. I just hope that internally they're not sitting there at the Novacare and going, we're okay with Quest as our number two receiver. Oh, 100% agree with you on that one, Elliot. Did you guys see that Frank Reich was at the QB combine at, around the time that Desmond, uh, uh, is it Ritter? Desmond Ritter, Ritter uh, yeah. Yeah, Desmond Ritter was, uh, was running, and he, was, uh, he, was, he seemed to be talking intently about that. And I'm, I'm wondering if he was trying to find a QB who might fall to the second round. Yeah, or someone that could help their running game too. I mean, right? Like, you look how great their running game is already. If they added Desmond Ritter, I think because of his mobility, he could make them even better. And I like well, Ritter a, a lot. He's like, my QB1. A backup who's like your starter is always something that I'm a fan of because you don't have to change your offense completely if someone gets hurt mid-game. Well, Frank, you bring I mean, someone Frank in. No, I'm talking about if yeah. it were the Eagles. Oh, those I, Eagles, I, yeah. I, I could see the Eagles make a move like for a quarterback in the second or third round. I agree. Do something like that because I don't think any of these top guys are, are – enough to use one of those first round picks for but i think if they like a guy whether it's a ritter or carson strong or someone like that like i wouldn't be shocked if the second or third round the eagles take a shot on a quarterback okay so one more combine comment and then i'll ask you guys a question and let you uh, go go at it malik willis he threw beautifully but what got me was it was the one-handed catch from Kenny Pickett when he was getting the ball back, getting ready to throw. I don't know if you guys saw that. but I Well, to be fair, Kenny funny. Pickett wears two gloves, so I would hope he'd be able yeah. to make it. Uh, 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 Tom, yeah. here's what I'll tell you about, and great calls always, Tommy. Uh, here's what I'll tell you about Kenny Pickett. Couldn't be more out yeah. of him. You are out on Kenny Pickett. He's got the time. My hands are his size. It's the tiniest hands in the world. Yeah. Not literally, but it's up there, man. Like, the stats Warren Sharp tweeted out, like, First of all, there are zero quarterbacks in the NFL who have smaller hands than Kenny Pickett. He would come into the NFL with the smallest hands. He'd be the first quarterback drafted in five years with hands that small. And there has not been a successful quarterback in the NFL with hands that small since Michael Vick, who is obviously a unique case for many reasons. But I'd be curious to know the quarterbacks that had the small hands. Like, I don't think they're strictly failing because of their small hands. Like, all these not quarterbacks necessarily, just trash. It's possible, but, like, I think it matters. I think I, I think no, you've convinced me. It is, you've convinced me it matters. I, I'm not huge on Kenny Pickett anyway, but like if I was, I don't think the hand thing would would turn me off. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We will run calls next segment. We'll get to as many as you can. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino Sportsbook. In case you're wondering, another break with the coffee debate. This thing won't go away. We had Dan Wilson in here. We have Moshe Kravitz in here. Everyone's getting involved. It's just coffee, coffee, it's, coffee. It's kind of sad to watch how much people defend coffee. I hope that you yeah, know, this is not an Because I'm thing. in the minority. Yep. Most yeah. people well, don't drink coffee, buddy. The funny thing is that it's not funny. I'm happy you're okay. But you just so coincidentally during yes, the break I spilled coffee God. all over yourself. And now it reeks of coffee here I in did. the studio. I did. Luckily, it wasn't too bad on myself more on the floor. But definitely spilled some coffee, which is... 
You're absolutely right. Pretty freaking ironic. It so. is, yeah. 215-592-9494. Obviously, if you want to chime in on the coffee debate, everyone else is, so you may as well too. But, of course, we're talking Eagles offense or defense. Look, they need both. We get it. They need help everywhere. But what's more important? You have a finite amount of resources. How do you want to see the Eagles utilize those resources? And, Elliot, combine any questions you got for E. Yeah, I think Blame that up. where we kind of are on the same page is we they both they need to address both sides of the ball. My worry is they might not think they need to address the offensive side of the ball. I think they we agree they know they need to address the defense. I hope that they know they also need to address the offense. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go back to the phones. Keep the keep the murderers row of callers running as we go to Tennessee to talk to our buddy Justin. What up, feller? What's happening, fellers? How y'all doing this fine, beautiful Saturday? What up, Justin? Oh, man, I'm enjoying this day, man. It's beautiful, like 75 degrees. I'm out here washing on my truck, getting it slicked up. Love it. Slicked up. I love that. Slicked up more. I need to use that more. (laughs) Yeah, man. We had an awesome start to the weekend. Went to see Cody Jinks in concert last night. Phenomenal show. Mm. James, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to that I haven't yet, but I'm going to. Justin sent me some Cody Jinks. Not my style. He knows. He knows I'm not a big country guy, but I told him I would check it out. Justin checked out Fish for me, so the least I could do is check out Cody Jinks. Wow, good by you, man. I could not not bring myself to listen to the whole Fish album, so good good for you, Justin. No, man, I listen to it on the XM. They got their own station on XM, and we'll listen to it on there every now and then, man. It ain't bad. All right, all right. So what you got on the birds, brother? Uh, on the birds, I was, I heard Marks and Reese talking about this. If they were to trade up or Malik Willis were to fall to them, which I don't think he will now, but if they were to trade up for Malik Willis, what would you do with Hurts? And they were both saying, keep Hurts and let Hurts start. Willis see it kind of like what the Niners did with Garoppolo and, uh, uh, Trey Lance. But in my opinion, if you do that, what will Hurts' trade value be next season if he does kind of regress this year and they don't make it back to the playoffs? Because right now you can say he's a playoff quarterback, you know? Yeah, and- so, so Justin, to, I think tra- drafting a quarterback and keeping Hurts would be a disaster. I would not do it. I think it's unfair to the You're rookie. You're talking about in the first round. You might take someone later yeah, in yeah, the draft. Yeah, somebody right. that is viewed as the future, right? Like – it's it's I think it's unfair to Hertz. I think it's unfair to the rookie. And for what it's worth, when you look at the recent history in this town, like I don't know if Jalen Hurts is the sole reason Carson just became a terrible quarterback all of a sudden, I think but there it were a lot of reasons. didn't help. Yeah, it didn't and help. let's be honest, like Carson didn't have much success either when Foles was here, right? Like actually the only year Carson had a good year was when he had Josh McCown in his backup. I just don't think we can use Carson as the, the well, I'm just saying what my though. eyes have seen here. Yeah. And I think that what we learned and Jimmy from Garoppolo that is, played well with Trey Lance right behind him. I and mean, we've yeah, seen guys did. handle it, you know? Yeah, but and Aaron Rodgers had no problems when they drafted Jordan Love in the first right. round. And you know, those Rogers guys are a lot more established and stuff like that, but still or I guess, you know, Rodgers is at least. But I do think that of of all people, I think that I wouldn't expect Jalen Hurts to be mentally weak in that type of way. No, but I think what it's about is the locker room needs to know who the quarterback is. And I think if you bring in Malik Willis, Jalen would have trouble leading because everybody would know, like, look, man, you're not the future here. Like, they just drafted someone in the first round. That's clearly the future. So I think it – and it wouldn't be fair to Malik Willis because – you know, I'm assuming he's like a nice guy. You're not trying to like steal the locker room from Jalen and create all types of drama. So I think it's unfair to both players. See, that's why if if they did, I wouldn't draft Malik Willis. But you know, say they did fall in love with him after uh, this and his pro day and everything. Why not just trade Hurts because you've got Minshew. If Willis getting ready to start, let Minshew start. And I mean, you 
you've got the whole NFC South possibly needing a starting quarterback right now. So you could possibly get maybe your second-round pick back for Hurts because he is a playoff quarterback. Now, granted, he didn't play good. Yeah, but I think you're looking at like a third or a fourth. Uh, no, I don't. I think you could get higher, but but I don't know if it's the juice is worth the squeeze. Like I, I'd rather yeah. just see what I have in Jalen for another year personally. Like I'm not looking that's, to trade him. That's me. I wouldn't. I, there's not a quarterback in the draft I would take this year personally. Same. But anyway, I got one question for you about the combine, Elliot. It, right. it, it kind of confuses me. We've seen Chris Olave run that yeah four two six. Yep. Unofficial. And then officially it goes to a four three nine. Now how do they get off that bad? Because my boy from Tennessee, Bayless Jones, ran an unofficial four three four, but then it was an official four three one. Justin, it's a great so, question. We'll have Elliot we'll have Elliot answer it. Always a pleasure, my friend. All right, boys, I'm gonna get off. I love y'all, man. All right, love you too, brother. Talk to you soon. So I think what this has to do is, and I'll look it up to confirm, but I think this is like hand timed live versus it's exactly what it is. Yeah, versus it's exactly what it's what actually is. clocked in at. So the uh Chris, oh, I think it's Olave, is how you pronounce it? I wasn't sure if it was Olave or Olave. Oh, one yeah, of, of Ohio State, 6-1, ran like a 4-2-6 initially. Uh, really helped himself. Yeah, his sco- he initially looked like he might have bro- broken the combine record. But Well, the other guy, too, the guy from Baylor. Uh, yes, Thompson, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it looked like he had a 4-2-1, then they put it back to a 4-2-8. I think Olave was a 4-2-6, and they put him to a 4-3-9, and we saw a lot of that. So Here's what I know. like last, I, I, This will always stick in my mind for as long as I'm covering this sport. Jalen Rager runs a four, what was it, like a four, 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 three, seven, four, 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 seven, something like that. And the Eagles go, well, we have the GPS on him, yeah. and he's faster. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I get that it's not the end-all, be-all, but when he, he has a bad 40. He might be actually even slower than the 40 yeah, game. Ends so. up being a bit of a red flag. All right, let's go to Denver and talk to Lou. Yo, Lou. Yo, what's up, guys? How you doing? What up, Lou? How you doing? Great. No, I think I'm with both of you on um, offense and defense. They both need to be addressed, but I think – the defense needs more work for sure. I think if you get a, a wide receiver for free agency, that's the way to go because he's proven. Then you have a weapon for Jalen Hurts to evaluate this year. You need to evaluate him because this after this year, it's are you going to give him a long-term contract or are you not, right? Mm-hmm. Defense, you need to use those picks. Yeah, sure. and I think that, like I said, although I really do truly believe they really need to address the offense, it is easier to scheme around bad offensive players than it is to scheme around bad pass rushers. Like, it's very hard to create a pass rush through blitzing all the time. It doesn't work against good quarterbacks. Like, so, yes, they need to find, like, players on the defensive line, like elite-level players. They have to do it. Yeah, and I think they do probably only use two first-round picks this year. I wanted to ask you, Elliot, if you were hearing anything around um, the guy from Notre Dame, uh, Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton. Would love – yeah. Would love to have a safety here. Just flashbacks to Dawkins, and oh. he looks like a positionless player. So Lou, like I, what, I love uh, him. What this year? Love him. I know Bucky but, Brooks had him going to the Eagles in his most recent mock draft, but it seems like a lot of other mock drafters have like him going top, top ten, top, top five. So I saw one mock. Draft I think it's that unlikely, Lou. You know, it's unlikely. At, well, at what point? At what point? I and mean, you can look at the draft charts and kind of piece it together. But if he falls to let's say nine, would you give up? you know, 16 and a third and a fourth to go up and get them? It's a great question, Lou. Uh, thanks um, for the call, bro. So I definitely think that the nine range is where you're looking at, like, a realistic trade-up. I think if they make a big move up, the biggest they would probably go is, like, seven, and I think it would be for a pass rusher. I That's don't think I they would jump up really high for a safety. But if Kyle, if Kyle Hamilton's at there at, like, nine or ten, now it's just so tough because – yeah, I don't know who else is there. Does this mean all the pass rushers have gone, and that's why he's It's dropping? all situational, like, but obviously. But in theory, I would, I would definitely be into the idea of trading up for him, and I would give up 
if I'm sitting there at 15 and I can get a guy I super believe in at nine, I'd definitely give up a third-round pick to do Yeah, that. see, I, I generally don't like trading up unless it's for a quarterback, like just as a basic rule. But for an edge rusher in that spot, I would definitely consider it. And if it's a smaller type deal, 215-592-9494, let's go to Abington and talk to Jared. Hey, Jared. Hey, Jimmy, Elliot, how you doing? What up, Jared? What up, pal? So uh, I got to ask Elliot, uh, how was Indianapolis? Did you enjoy the coffee out there? <laughs> well, what's Question. funny, what made me tweet my thing is I saw so many people walking around carrying it, you know, NFL guys and all that, and I got jealous. because oh, I'm It's like, almost they, like people like coffee. I don't know. They do. Well, no, they don't like coffee. They like sugar and cream. But, like, yes, so I did not have coffee out there, but lots of people were drinking it. Seems like it's going to be a, gonna a pretty successful take, product. I took some offense to your comments about coffee because, uh, you know, I'm a couple years younger than you, Elliot. And okay. I drink my coffee straight and black like a man. Let me ask you this, so Jared, would you drink it if there was no caffeine in it? Uh, probably not. Okay, so then you don't like but the there taste. Is co- yes, you do like the taste. You can like the taste and I'm still let enjoy you, the Jared, benefits Jared, let me ask it. you, why do you drink coffee? Why do you drink beer? I drink coffee while I, one, number one, I like the taste. Number two, uh, you just said you wouldn't drink it. You just said you wouldn't drink if there was no caffeine. It's part of the drink. So it's, does it's caffeine. A rit- this it's that- a ritual. Yeah. It's a ritual, and, you and know? It, like, it's all the effects of it matter in what you're talking about drinking. Like, Look, we can disagree whatever. All I can say is, Jared, I'm very jealous of the fact you drink straight black coffee. It probably looks very cool when you do it. So, congrats. Oh, listen, I'm... Yeah. Yo, it's, I was going to say, it's almost as funny as my uh, watermelon shirt that you complimented me on. We were in Las Vegas a couple months ago for the Eagles game. Look at game. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. must have been a cool <laughs> shirt. I don't, yeah. So, what do you got on the birds, Jared? So uh, two players I wanted to bring up that uh, for free agency that I haven't heard anybody mention. Uh, one's a, an offensive player, one's a defensive player. All right. uh, number one was uh, my biggest fantasy football letdown this year. I drafted him the last three years. It's the one year he let me down. Uh, Alan big Robinson. Body receiver. Yes, Allen Robinson. Right, same, and, buddy. Same. Went and also, too, not to mention the last time that we got a Bears receiver. I mean, look what happened when we first got him, but, you know. Yeah, good point. Same. Good point. Yeah, it worked. And then number two, a little bit of a uh, under-the-radar name here is uh, defensive end from the Dolphins. His name is uh, – I forget his name. I was just looking up earlier. Um, Emmanuel Ogba, uh, very, very uh, under the radar. Um, I don't know if you saw anything about his 21 stat line, but it's a little impressive, and I kind of feel like he's flown under the radar. Um, 17 games played, nine sacks, uh, 26 solo tackles. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Jared, Jared, really good call. And and those are years old. Those are the kind of guys that we we're gonna probably see them sign, right? Like those yeah. types of players, the players that we might not know a ton about. The Javon Hargraves, like, and he was even a little better. Yeah, than he probably, was. I think he was a, a very good. But but a guy where like, you know, I always the whole thing is, what, that I always say is like when they sign a guy, when they trade for a guy, like look to see what the other team's yes. fans is saying. Like if they're like, oh no, I can't believe we lost that guy. It's usually a good sign, and vice versa. I think it's going to be those type of signs where, like, ooh, let's see what the Dolphins fans say about this guy. I have a question for you to think during the break so we don't just argue about love coffee it, again. Love it. <laughs> Who, who's a I don't free know if that would be possible, but we'll try. Who's a free agent the Eagles would lose where your reaction would be, man, I wish I didn't lose him? That's a great question. I don't think I need to think very long. All right. Nobody. Well, it'll be a two, quick break. <laughs> two, one, five, five, nine, two, 94, 94. Again, we will get to as many calls as we can next segment. A long segment coming up. Stay on the line. Two, one, five, five, nine, two, 94, 94. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Goldberg's Radio. And remember to hoop it up with the Parks Sportsbook app, College Hoops, Pro Hoops, bet before the game or during the game. Yes, during the game. It is a wild ride to live in-game betting. And nobody does it better than our guys, the only sportsbook app that we recommend. Nobody does live in-game betting better than the Parks Sportsbook app. You can also bet on player performances like points, rebounds, assists. You can check out same-game parlays or make those future bets now. 
who will win the college basketball championship in March? I don't know, but you can bet on it. That's for sure with the Park Sportsbook app, and that is going to be a blast coming up in the next few weeks. Ellie and I had a lot of fun betting on that last year. We will be doing that again. And, of course, Pro Hoops Futures, who's going to win it all? The Park Sportsbook app. And don't forget, now open the Parks Race and Sportsbook located right inside the Chickies and Pete Sports Bar and Crab House in Malvern, PA. Play there, get paid there. The Park Sportsbook app. Jim, James, Jimothy, Elliot, Elliot. Spielberg Radio, presented by Parks Casino Sportsbook Hour 2. For us, going till 3. John Johnson, coming up next. Most, let me know. I think it's John Johnson coming up next. We'll find out. Usually is next. It's usually, it's usually yes. John Johnson or Rob Ellis. Probably one of those two. Win-win. It's always about to say, fingers crossed, because they're both great. Yes. So either way, we're, we're winning. We'll let you know who it is as soon as Mosh lets me know who it is. 215-592-9494. Back to the phones in a sec. Uh, Gina Mizell, uh, uh, beat writer for the Inquirer for the Sixers. Per the Sixers, James Harden is out for tonight's game in Miami due to a left hamstring injury recovery. Team says it's part of his scheduled management program. This is the second night of a back-to-back after last night's home win in Cleveland. Not a huge surprise that he's sitting out of back-to-back. In Miami, you never know what James was doing last. No, I'm kidding. Uh, for real though, like it's you know, I think I'm not that surprised. He is coming off the hamstring injury. It makes sense. He's played every game since. But what you said to me during the break, we saw it, so it's like just a bus kill. Yeah, it's like I want James Harden to play every night now. It's, it's a major go. bummer. Yeah, I mean, watching the Sixers right now is just it's, it's, it's incredibly it's, fun. It is so much fun. It is peak right now. So obviously, Buzzkill he's not playing would have been a good uh, chance to see them against uh, you know a good Miami team mm-hmm. as well. My advice to the Sixers would be, if Harden's not playing, just sit and beat to Ah, just, win just, the game. Look, the, the whole point is to get to the playoffs healthy. If they get to the playoffs healthy, they are the best team in the NBA, and they will win the championship. Look so, at like, this. They will win the, just don't, flat out. It's done. That it's team right. is – the Sixers are special. That is I, a look, special I think team. That, I think they have a real chance to win the championship. I'm not saying they're winning it. Like, well, no out. team's a lock. I, I'm agreeing right, with you I'm on that. But I'm saying, like, I wouldn't – I still would say I would take Milwaukee. I'm past until I was until with. I, I was with you on that. But yeah. now that I've seen four games of this team – You're just all in. They're better than Milwaukee. I mean, I think they have the potential to be. I think they're – they, you know, I need I mean, to see Mac, them do it, We need to see what in the playoffs. Like, I need to see them do it before I'm going to say they're sure. going – they're, they're winning it all. You yep. know what I mean? I, and that, that's but a I'm fair counterpoint. But I'm very excited. If I just look at the rosters, I think the Sixers are the best team. So get to the playoffs healthy. Just rest and beat. It's fine. Yeah. Give him the night off. Him and James yeah. can go bond and you know. You gotta beat Miami. You want the one seed? Why not? Uh, I'm over Why that. Not? You get got a shot at the one seed. Brooklyn. Well, the way Maxie's playing, they might be able to do it on it with you know. With just just you don't even need anybody. Just let Maxie go. Right. Maybe okay, sit Maxie too. Honestly. Stop. Two. Stop. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Offense or defense? Which is more important for the Eagles to upgrade? This offseason, Rob Ellis, by the way, coming up mm. next. Robbie, shout out. Temple Robbie, finest. so that'll be great, obviously. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Go to North Carolina and talk to Dan. Hey, Dan. James A. Danny. ESP. What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? What up, man? How you doing? Love the fire, buddy. Good. Love it. Yeah, good, good. Uh, all right, I got two takes for you. One on an offensive perspective and one on a defensive uh, prospect that Elliot you saw at the uh, combine. So I want to get right. some takes here. All right, I'm going to start with the offense because there is a prospect that we will likely see available between 15 and 19. That makes a heck of a lot of sense for us to draft. Yet, I see a lot of people not necessarily jumping at the opportunity to draft him. And that is the center out of Iowa, the guy Tyler Landenbaum. Yep. And I've got a 
question about this because I'm, I'm so confused about this prospect. I keep on seeing the argument saying, hey, don't use a first-round high-quality draft pick on someone like that. We've seen Kelsey drafted in the sixth round. The other Pro Bowl center from the NFC East, Ryan Jensen from Tampa Bay, drafted in the sixth round. One of the Pro Bowl centers from the AFC drafted in the fifth round. You can get these guys at far uh, later, later draft picks. Additionally, you've got people like Dickerson, hashtag Dickerson guys. Um, we've got go. Sam Maldo. We've got Herbig. These guys can shift into the center once Kelsey is gone. All of this makes sense, but it, I'm also still confused by all this because at the same time, I want to use a comparison. Look at 2018, sixth row overall pick, Colts take Quinton Nelson. Uh, everyone at the same time is saying, don't take a guard with this high of a draft pick. You don't need it. You can get him at a later, later round. Look at it now, four years later. He's a perennial all-pro. James, you use one of your terms. He's a blue-chip youngster. That you right. So, Dan, Dan let me interject really quick. Let, let me, right, let me interject. So, if they only had one first-round pick, I would be like, don't draft Tyler Lindenbrom. Right? I would be on that same page with you. When you have three, and well, let's just saying the opposite, I think. Dan's saying he would like to draft him, if I'm interpreting well, yeah, Ellie, Ellie, no, no, that. That's that what I'm saying. I'm I, yes, what I'm saying is, the fact that they have multiple first-round picks, I would not be okay spending my only first-round pick on an interior offensive lineman, right? But with the fact that you have yeah. multiple of them, I think if you if he's there at, like, 16 and you already took an edge rusher, I think what we saw last year with the Eagles is, like, the offensive line is critically important. And I get the thing about, like, you know, uh, the Jeff Stoutland can coach up late-round picks into good players. Well, let's give him an elite skill player and see how we can do with Just him, Just get right? good football exactly. players. Exactly. Just a, get good a, football players. It's a critically players. important position. Get a really good player. So I would be okay drafting him in the first round. All right. He seems like the safest option with the lowest floor. So I feel like we're all just outthinking ourselves. Not the highest at floor. Him yes, I agree Actually, with you. Dan. Yeah, highest floor, highest floor. I agree with you, Dan. All right. Second pick, defensive end, um, a prospect that, Elliot, you are really high on. I saw you tweet about him earlier today, and I just simply don't get it. So I want to give you, like, my reasoning for why I don't understand why people are so high on this individual being mocked to us. And – Explain to me, what am, what am I missing? Okay. That's the defensive end out of Michigan, David Ojabo. Okay? okay? This guy is one year, one year of productivity, and he played on a defensive line that had a defensive candidate who was a Heisman finalist. How many defensive candidate Heisman finalists have there been? There's like what one every three or four years. So that guy, David Ojabo, just got a lot of production because extra attention was going to the other side of the line in Aiden Hutchinson. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not shafting him for seizing an opportunity. Just look at the Eagles. When, when uh, people scheme for our defensive line, they over-scheme for Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave is able to flourish. So I'm not saying that that's a, it's a, a knock against yeah. Ojabo in that scenario, but is that really worth a first-round pick Danny, to go for him? Danny, great call. Love the pass. Oh, yeah, real fire. We love it. What, what do you think about Ojabo? So I think, look, like with all draft prospects, you can point to flaws in them, right? And I think his point is fair. He played with one of the pass rushers, if not the best pass yeah. rusher in the nation. I and think of course the that best pass, him, right? He'll be the first off the board. Yes, yeah, so that is absolutely fair. But as to why he makes sense at the 15, 16, 19 range is because he had 12 and a half sacks last year. He's six foot. I don't know what he measured in exactly, but he's like 6'5", 6'6", 250, elite, elite off the line of scrimmage, super quick jump. And he's raw. Like, I, I believe he started playing football the junior year of high school, so he's not been playing for a long time. He's somebody that has a ton to work with from a physical uh, standpoint. So, yeah, there's a chance that he just ate last year because he was playing against uh, with another defensive, elite defensive end. But ultimately, he has a physical trait you look for in elite pass rusher. Let's go to Philadelphia and talk to my pal Jim. Jimmy! Hey, James. Elliot, thank you very much for taking my call. First time I've gotten through. Thank you. Love it, Jim. How you doing, pal? 
I'm okay. Um, I had an idea instead of that Nerf ball idea down there. When you were interviewing those guys, you could you could have put out a pot a pot of coffee and a pot of tea. <laughs> I love it. How you guys got onto that was unbelievable. Yeah, it was something, man. It was something. Uh, I'd be sitting but, in the room, and whoever takes the tea, up my boy. <laughs> I think. Well, I'm going to go defense because my favorite player and smartest, I thought, was always Ronnie Lott. Um, I think. You need somebody back there. I always thought you had to have the toughest guy on the field. And to me, he was not only the toughest, he was the smartest. Yeah. Well, to your now, point, to your point, Jim. Lauren Dawkins, you know. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles defense you know, doesn't have anybody that the opposing offense fears right now. And that's a problem. Uh, Darius Slay is uh, maybe the closest, but he's on the, you know, side. He's a not interior guy. Like, he's an elite corner. They don't have anybody in the front seven that the opposing offense is afraid of. So, Elliot, you, you, did you see Lee? The Georgia guy? Is that his name, Lee? Uh, tr- the Georgia, what position? There's Trayvon Walker, N'Kobe Dean. What? The linebacker? Is that- oh, Dean. N'Kobe Dean. 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 I'm sorry. Dean, thank you. Um, uh, no, I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but uh, look, I mean, that's James' guy. You're talking to the wrong person. Jim, that's James my favorite is, player yeah, in the draft. Yeah, I think he's an yeah, animal out there. I can't believe I didn't remember his name. I thought uh, he was late. I think, he, I, I was I think he's a stud, Jim. I think whoever takes him is going to be really happy with what they get. Right. Uh, on the other end, um, the receiver from Penn State, God, Dotson, Jahan Dotson, yeah. Dotson. Is he um, is he second round? So I think he could be bottom of the first round. I mean, I, I think at nineteen he's probably a reach. I think he's end of the first round, top of the second. But I like him a lot. I think uh, you know this is going to scare people, but I think he's like a way better version of Jalen Reger, just in the fact that he can be dangerous after the catch. But he's a way better route runner, um, really good hands. So maybe he's not like Jalen Reger at all, but just physically they they remind me of each other when I watch him. But yeah, I, I think he's bottom of the first round, top of the second. Yeah, the best, you know, the best quarterback throwing him the ball. So oh, I, yep. Also like Rager. Yeah. Jimmy, know. what a pleasure, but my anyway. friend. Call again. All right. Thank you, guys, right. for taking the call. Appreciate pleasure, it. Pleasure, Jimmy. To, we'll to talk be to clear, you. I meant Rager's college quarterback. Yeah. That was not a shot at Hurts. No. I was saying his college quarterback. I thought, yes. I thought that was pretty clear. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Germantown and talk to Robert. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going, guys? What Good up, show. man? Love your energy as always. Love it. Appreciate it. Well, James um, is drinking coffee, so. She's <laughs> still eating those donuts from last week. <laughs> Great, Robert. Thank you for those donuts. Robert got some donuts for the midday show. Oh, wow. They were fantastic. Now, now let's be honest. Uh, I got lucky to get some because all the, the scavengers around I'm here sure. ate them before we even knew they were here, but we still got some, so thank you, Robert. Yeah, I'll bring some more. I'm on a quest to find the best donut. That's the top of my list right now. Well, on to the uh, debate. Um, I think you guys are, my personal opinion, I think a really good linebacker like a Micah Parsons type person, which could be N'Kobe Dean, like you just mentioned, is just as valuable as an edge rusher. I think they do two things for you. They, they blitz very effectively, and they cover the middle. They take up the tight ends and the slot backs and the short game. Edge rusher is kind of a one-dimensional thing. They're in, they're out, they're replaced. I like a linebacker because they're, they're more versatile. They do more things. They're going to last longer, I think. And I've, I've seen nothing but good things happen on teams historically. They've got, they've got a stud linebacker or a safety. I would take either Hamilton or Dean uh, right away. So on the defense, I, I would prefer defense. My concern with Jalen Hurts, 
Uh, Ray Dittinger is always talking about this guy Palmer. He's got a quarterback camp mm-hmm. that does wonders for people. And I'm concerned that Hertz didn't go because, yeah, absolutely, Hertz has got to improve his everything, arm strength, accuracy. But having said that, I'm not sold on our coach. I think if you put Hertz at the San Francisco quarterback position last year instead of Garoppolo, he would do okay because this is the one type of player I'd want in offense. I'd want a Debo Samuel. I want a guy. Well, I a short think, Robert, I think every team in the NFL wants a Debo Samuel, to be fair. Yeah. And a Micah Parsons, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm looking for. I'm yep. looking for, a, for an impact defensive player, and I'm looking for a short passing attack receiver. I don't care about the long ball guys and those speed guys because that's not going to be Hurts. Hurts is not going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to be that guy throwing 60, 70 mile hour. I mean, yard bullets. Right. Well, that that's but a problem, though. That's a problem, though, because they have to be able to attack teams deep. Like, you can't dink and dunk down the field. It's not an effective way to run your offense. Well, well especially Sirianni, well, that this coaching staff has talked about how it's, like, place. the most important yeah. thing. The explosive plays. It was effective for San Francisco, guys. Garoppolo. Well, they have Debo the, Samuel, though. Like, Debo Samuel is, well, that's you know, I think it's really that's hard to find another Debo Samuel. They also have Ayuk who can take, can make deep plays. Like, they could still move the ball in large chunks with their playmakers, you know? And George Kittle makes plays down and, the field and, and stuff like that. And for that. what it's worth, I mean, they were what? The sixth seed? The seventh seed? It wasn't like, yeah, you know, they, they, were, five they, they were some amazing team. Now, they played well in the playoffs, yeah. but I think even they would probably say they would rather, be, you know, get chunk plays. Well, I heard a name on the radio from one of the one of the hosts, I think Joe Giglio, that I didn't know anything about. You probably saw him at the Combine Alley. Tell me what you think of this kid, Burke, from, where is it, Arkansas? Yeah, it's a good name to bring up, Robert. Great call. Uh, Tra- Traylon Burke has been a name that has been mocked to the Eagles. I've seen multiple, like, whereas Bucky Brooks is on an island with Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people mock Burks to the Eagles, the Arkansas receiver in the 18-19, or in the 16-18, uh, or 19, excuse me, range. Um, what do you think of Burks and what you saw of him out there? Well, speaking of Debo Samuel, right? He said this week that he value, he mocks his game after him. I mean, look, I would be worried about getting somebody and asking him to do what Debo does. I think Debo said I think he's a one of one. Exactly. All right, you're not trying to find the next Debo. Just yes. find someone talented. So, Traylon Burks, 6'3". I mean, look, over 1,100 yards last year, 11 touchdowns. He, he ran it only 14 times, so he didn't really have, like, that Debo-type role. You know, we started the show by saying that I think they need to address the number two receiver position. I, I understand that doing that in the first round of the draft should address it, Like, but I've seen them draft Rager and it not address it. I've seen them draft uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside in the second round and not address it. So if he's a top player on their board at 15, 16, or 19, I'm not against it, but I don't think taking a receiver in the first round is an adequate move. They need to bring in a veteran that knows what he's doing and that's a proven commodity. Let's go to Collegeville and talk to Nick. Nicky, hey, buddy. James Elliott, what's up, guys? Long time, always pal. Listening, always listening, doing stuff around the house. But uh, you guys have a good lineup of callers, so yes. I just listen. Look, well, good I to hear from you. But but you know when you come up with when people come up with crazy just food or general takes, I every once in a while I get the coffee, Elliot. Here's my thing. I, I'm a lot older than you guys. I used to be a kid listening to sports talk radio, and it was great. And now I'm just a, like crusty old man because it's like <laughs> I I just need the Eagles to to use efficient draft capital. So that's all I want for two years back to back. Like, cause let's say we hit on the, on the first round draft pick, but, but how he misses on the next four rounds, it gets you very little. You can't, you know, you can't go one out of eight every year. Yeah. I mean, the best teams go about 50% and people will go, oh, no, we get better than 50%. No, that's about it. I mean, I you, agree you with get, you. I a hundred percent agree. Drafts, right. Yep. You want three players. You need 
two studs and a guy who's a solid player to helps helps with your cap for four or five years. But so look, if they we'll make see. all three first round picks, they're not going to hit on all three. No. Like statistically, they're yeah. going there's going to be a miss there, and people just need to right. to realize that. And it has much. And even though it's like great, we have we have three picks in the top eighteen, but in the grand scheme of things. If you only hit one out of two or two out of three, where you're paying a third guy way too much money, where you're just going to cut him and let him loose after three or four years if he's not that good. So yeah, so that's that. So I just I just want to sit back. Like, is the draft next weekend? Because I can't take this anymore. Like, I need no, no, no. The draft is we got for know, a while. I we know, still free I'm agency joking. before yeah. the draft. Yeah. I know it's just inside. I can't. I just I get it, it's, Nick. I get it. Especially like we have three first round picks, and I don't think Howie's necessarily going to make all three, but just. Having that draft capital going into a draft just adds so much more yeah. excitement to it. I'm with you, man. I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. for the draft. Now, Elliot, sometimes a 75 and 70 degree day is exactly what it is. It's a beautiful day. It's not a cold day because I can't go yeah. swimming or it's too hot to go skiing. It's it's just what it is. Most people, listen, there's a lot of people that drink coffee for the caffeine. I get that. It's a routine. You wake up, you sip coffee, your eyes opened up a little bit more, and you get in the shower. I get all that. But in the grand scheme of things, just like you're primarily vegan right now, is that correct? Or you just love? I'm vegan trying. Stuff? Yeah, I'm trying. Okay, it's so we should have just used that as a way to disqualify his opinion yeah, from the be beginning. Fair. But go ahead. You, no, but here's the thing: you just take a raw item and go, "I'm going to eat it like this." No, you add seasoning, you add sauce to it, you you fry it versus bake it. Coffee's the same way. Thank you. If you get good Nicholas. coffee, it's great. If you put a drop of sugar or a drop of of creamer and it doesn't make you a creamer but this is the thing people don't just put like a drop some don't but uh, most point i'm making most people don't put a ton of cream in most people don't like it super light exactly like that's the exception what what percentage of people do you think would drink coffee if it was regular and uncaffeinated it'd be a small amount because coffee by itself does not taste good i here's i'll be honest on my on my countertop right now i have an espresso maker i have a drip coffee and i have an espresso at home too it's the best i do something different it depends what i'm in the mood for every day i use a different brand and a different machine depending on what i really want to taste that morning nick you're a hero for bringing this to the air thank you all right a pleasure yeah i mean it sounds like he does a lot of work to mask the taste of coffee so i appreciate that He's got multiple machines, different ingredients. Like, I'm glad he's found a way to, to drink coffee. It's different flavors of coffee and different – I can't do this. Let's go to Ridley and talk to my buddy Matt. Hey, Matt. How you doing, pal? Yo, brother. What's going on? What up, what up Matt? Elliot, always a pleasure to speak with you. Is you it, too, man. Is it, Matt? Too, is man. it? To you two? Of course. Now we're Thanks, talking about buddy. the camera. Forget about it. <laughs> What's on your mind, pal? Um, well, what I always say, and hope, hope your bosses are listening, this needs to be a four-hour show. I can barely get on. I appreciate Thanks, it, man. All right. When Eskin gets the morning show, give those two hours to you guys every Saturday. That's my All right. That's my, uh, that's my suggestion. I appreciate but it, man. It's, I'm telling you, it's have a hard time getting in. It's always busy. I can never even get Well, the, the issue is, anyway, Matt, that's... everybody loves James, and that's the problem. <laughs> what are we doing here? Well... Don't sell yourself short, nah, though, brother. It's okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just I even though you're short in stature, you got a big mind. Just I appreciate that. that. I got a big you're, head. That is true. <laughs> People did make fun of me. Yeah. You're smart, no, you're a smart guy. You're insightful. I appreciate I, your I appreciate opinion, that, so. Matt. All that being said, the guy a couple callers ago kind of not stole my thunder, but uh, I like Kyle Hamilton. Um, mm-hmm. And I also think we need to, well, not we, but Howie needs to move up in the draft to make the pick Howie proof because it's where we're picking right now. He's going to do something stupid and try to outsmart himself, and he won't do the obvious thing, take the best player available, no matter what position it is. So so here, let me push back on that a little bit. So I think last year, last year showed, I think, a little bit of a change in philosophy from Howie, because if you think about it, traditionally, mm-hmm. they, like the positions they valued 
it's not been receiver, especially that high up. I think going into the draft last year, all of us said when they were at six and then 12 and they moved up to 10, like they're not going to take a receiver. But I think Devontae was the safe, smart, easy pick there. Devontae won the Heisman. He was a dominant college player. You know, so it was a position they need as well, which helped. But I think last year did show like how he just took the best guy that was available right. on the board. At 10. Like you said, he won the Heisman. Like you can't screw that up unless he's a total bust. Well, you could pass on that screwing up. it up would be passing on him. So I think I think right. to your point, how he if you if your fear is how he's going to overthink it, I think last yeah. year was a sign that you know maybe he's learned from past mistakes like overthinking Jalen Rager. Like last year, he just took the best guy on the board at ten and moved up. From All right, him, actually. good point. Yeah. Now, there's another point I wanted to make. If I have another, uh, to give yeah, me go a for more it. Time. So I hear everyone talking about, and not just you guys talking about the forty times, the forty times, the forty times, four point three, four point four. In the grand scheme of football speed, 4.3 and 4.4, 4.5, when it comes to receivers, is not the be-all, end-all. Mm-hmm. And I hate when people talk about that, and they sound like they mean, oh, well, this guy's this, this much faster. He's going to be a better receiver. You know why Deshaun Jackson was so good? It's not because he was fast. It's because he could track the ball in yep. the air, and his speed and his directional running made him, as much as his agility as well, made his speed that much more dynamic because he knew how to use his speed and run the routes. And I think with our wide receiver, he's going to figure out how to utilize his route running and his speed and make everything work. Like I said, he's not the fastest guy. He's but he, also but he's fast enough. He's quick. I'm with he's, you. But he's quick. And he's a great – Matt, and Matt, we're right. up against a great call. He's, he's a great route runner. And, that, and I do think that will matter. That is the reason he's been able to excel so far. It's the precision, the attention to detail. It's what matters. So to Matt, to his point, like this, this week mattered because of like medical stuff. But, yes, I'm not moving a guy way up my board because he runs .2 seconds faster in the 40. 215-592-9494. Offense or defense, what's more important? Plus, coming up next, some information has been passed to me on the coffee debate. Oh, God. A haymaker coming Elliot Shore Parks' way next. What is it? Stay here. You'll find out. We're coming right back. It is Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you till three. Robbie E. Mm. Coming up after that, we're talking offense, we're talking defense, we're talking coffee. It's a hell of a day here on WIP. How about it? The important things. The important things. 215-592-9494. Like we said, Robbie E. is coming up at 3. Until then, we will get to as many calls as we can. Let's go to Ardmore and talk to Anthony. Yo, pal. Yo, what's up, guys? What up, Anthony? What's up, man? How's it going? Jimmy, always good to talk to you. Yeah, and man. Long time, man. Saturday. How you doing? By the way, coming up in a minute, I'm going to break down this coffee thing. I got some new information. We'll get to that. But, Anthony, you're up. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, um, yeah, real quick. I just want to give a shout-out to my boy, Steve. He's listening. He just found out he's having a baby boy. Just want to say congrats. Uh, mazel tov, Steve. That's very um, cool. Another thing, Tom from Navington, glad to have him back. But I got to call Violation bringing Uh-oh. up Sixers on Go Birds. And then he doesn't mm. even bring up James Harden. It's a good Come point. On. It's a fair a point, point. Ant, I, you know, when it's, when it's fair, it's fair. Will we take him first next week? Tune in, 1 o'clock, and find out. <laughs> what a tease. What a tease. Um, Elliot, when you were down there, I know uh, I don't I don't trust Howie taking a receiver. I'd rather I'd rather have him get a veteran in the mm-hmm. free agency. Did you notice any like linebackers that could go two or three? Because you know they're not going to go first round linebackers. 
Um, so you're talking about like later on? Yeah. It's a good question. So I don't have any names off the top of my head, but I will look some up for you and get back to you on that. Right, I don't cool. just want to give you a name, but I, I think that, yes, there there will obviously are some guys later on, but I would not rule out a linebacker in the first round if they use all three picks. Yeah, I don't think, I don't, I mean, I don't see him using all three picks, but you right. never know. Um, I would love to get Mike Williams in free agency. As uh, long I think as he needs to, buddy. Perfect I think we're all on board with whatever. that. Um, yeah, man, great talking to you guys. Yeah, and uh, it's good I'm to hear with, your voice, with, man. It's been I'm, a while. I'm with Elliot on the whole coffee thing because I'm a, I'm a tea guy. All right, now I'm not happy to talk to you. It was really fun until <laughs> that moment. And, and Team T. You were asking, asking, why do you drink beer? I mean, I drink beer because I'm married. That's <laughs> <laughs> good line, man. What a pleasure, yeah. brother. Right, boys, good Always good, man. I'll talk to you soon. Speaking of being married, those who don't know, Elliot Shore Parks, engaged, getting married soon. Yes. July. Lucky um, man, I think. We'll a see very what, yeah. lucky man, but what do I see on my phone but a text from Kristen, mm. Elliot's fiance, letting me know that Elliot loves espresso martinis. The hypocrisy! Okay. The hypocrisy! Okay. You know what espresso martinis taste like? They taste like coffee, Elliot Sharp. Okay. All right. Let me, let me address Thank this. you very Kristen, thank you. Thank you. First, let me say... Kristen makes a lovely espresso martini. So it's <laughs> it's a different category of drink. One, all right, first of all, it does not taste like black coffee, which is my uh, entire point. Uh-huh. There's like five or six ingredients in it, which two oh, of which I'm pretty oh, sure ingredients are Ingredients in a drink. What a crazy Because coffee is. is a base product. That's the point I'm making. Also, <laughs> when I drink Shore an espresso. Parks, who is delusional. Well said. When I drink an espresso martini, it's because, you know, we're getting ready to go out for the night. Set the mood. Oh, like people when they get up in the morning, they need a little coffee. Set, get they need a little coffee because of the caffeine. What did you drink? The espresso martini? The espresso martini is not straight coffee. I'll be probably having an espresso martini tonight. 215-592-9494. Do you all think Elliot should be embarrassed? Because I do. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Florida and talk to our pal, Ja'Cory. Hey, buddy. What's going on, guys? What up, Ja'Cory? Good, all good, man. You know it's my favorite time of the year. Yes, sir. Um, this is your this is in the draft. They, so they go hand in hand, Jacory. Funny story. Me and James are walking into to the show today, and we're talking about what we're going to talk about. And I said, one thing I know is my guy Jacory is going to call up with some draft. Yeah, prospects. he's like he's like I hope I have deep enough cuts to be ready for Jacory's yes. call. <laughs> I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna ride with Elliot. As- Elliot on this. I, oh, I don't like coffee. What are we doing here, guys? I I mean, I do, Corey, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more of a cappuccino guy. Is that, okay, cappuccino. so that counts. Cappuccino's great. Yes, Elliot said, oh, what do you mean it's not the same thing? It's coffee. This is outrageous. It's a sugary drink. Cappuccino's not sugary. It's milky. Whatever, milky, my bad. Creamy. All right, go ahead, Corey. Nah, I feel like this, I want us to be aggressive in the draft. Like, I'm tired of us sitting on our heels. Oh, we're just waiting our turn, and we get like the fourth, fifth best guy at the position. No, yeah. go get the you know the top three guy. Go get you know let's go trade up for Jermaine Johnson. Like, like I feel like today because the ends are like the um, defense linemen are working out today. If they show out today, by the time we draft, we're gonna get like the fourth, fifth, sixth guy, and I don't want that. Like, like I had a I had a um, trade in my mind. Like I was thinking about trading up with like inside the top ten, like around. Atlanta, I think Atlanta picks eight. If we trade our fifth, our fifth pick in the first round, mm-hmm. a third round pick, and one of our fifth round picks, I think that's great value for the eighth pick, and maybe a late round pick or just the eighth pick. And we're t- 
take Jermaine Johnson, take a corner. So do you think you're going to have to uh, – Ja'Cory, I don't know if you're going to have to go all the way up to eight to get to get Johnson, though. Like, I think him, I'm, Trevon Walker, like, to me, those are the guys that you would move up, have to move up, like, 10, well, 13 range to get them. Well, today it's, like, a lot of buzz because he has, like, a seven-foot wing. I know. And he right. killed it at the Senior Bowl, which the Eagles were at. Look, and, I, and I agree I, with you. He's a guy I'd move up for. I, you could be right. I just don't think you're going to have to go up to eight for him. I, I'm telling you. But also, I know this is unlikely, but I will go get a receiver. Now, I want a big-body receiver in the draft. Like, I would take Traylon Burks, but I think – and I would. What about Drake London? Out. Drake London, too. But I would take a chance on Jamison Williams because I – was, I, I would too, Jacory. Yeah, I think I think he, but I really like him. I know the ACL tear, but I I, I think he's the maybe the most talented like, of the. I like of the Justin bunch. Ross a lot too. Justin, glad you oh, guys agree. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Ross out of Clemson. Yeah, yeah. His medical history, but yep. too, and also I want to this. I know um, our guy on Joe Giglio's show. They were talking about how it was talking about. Like the rumors of getting Deshaun Watson had a place in a deal. Yep. What's the chances that we trade for Deshaun Watson after the draft? Ja'Cory, great call, great question. We'll get Elliot to answer. Thanks for the call, brother. I think it's definitely a possibility. I mean, look, the, the price on Deshaun Watson is only going to go down, in my opinion, especially if it's after the draft. Because at that point, like, I, we're not crazy about these quarterback prospects, but teams are going to draft them. Like, whoever drafts Kenny Pickett is out of the Deshaun Watson discussion. Whoever drafts Malik Willis, out of the Deshaun Watson discussion. So there'll be fewer teams after the draft that are going to need Deshaun Watson. And look, the further this goes, like, the price is going to go down because it means, A, the legal thing is still going on, and there's going to be fewer teams. Let's go to South Philly and talk to Anthony. Yo, Ant. Hey, buddy, how are you? What up, Anthony? How are you? you? i got two points, guys. I'll try to get to them real fast. One's an obvious point. We definitely need a receiver on offense. I agree with both of you. Yep. But it has to be a veteran. We can't gamble anymore on these draft picks. I agree. Somebody that's proven. I agree. So, I mean, that's that's my offensive. And I think that's really all we need on offense. Uh, You can get a a third-round pick for a good pounding running back, and that should solidify the whole offense for us. Defensively. I don't think it would matter if the Eagles had Lawrence Taylor or Reggie White on their defensive line. I'm going to tell you why. If your DBs are playing eight or nine yards off the receivers, no rush is going to get to the quarterback before he gets rid of the ball. It's a fair That's point. Why you had the good quarterbacks had an 80 or 90% completion percentage against us. Yeah. The problem is Jonathan Gannon. Yes, it is, Anthony. Tell Elliot Shore Parks, please. Right. Thank you. The problem is Jonathan Gannon and his schemes. And, and it's that scheme is a direct result of Jeffrey Lurie's obsession with analytics. That's why the Eagles were 29th in sack. Uh, they had 29 sacks in 2021. They were the second worst in the league. So I, I put that on Howie Roseman more than I put that on Jonathan Gannon. They had, a, they had bad no, personnel. No, up. no, no. Who, who, who in that, listen, front, four, who in that his, front four do you think is an elite player? Listen to me. Well, no, who, do you, his, who do you think? His, well, let me just finish. I'll answer you. Okay. His scheme is – that they're going to run 15 plays and make a mistake. That's an analytics theory. Yep. That's that's Jonathan Gannon, not Howie Roseman. Well, first of all, he's not the only uh, defense coordinator that uses that philosophy. In fact, and, lo- they, and none of them are any good. Those defenses. That's not true. None number one and number two. If the scheme's so easy to beat, why did only elite quarterbacks beat it? 
Who else are you going to try to beat? Yeah, I mean, no, but I'm saying everyone acts like no, 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 hold on, sure. hold on, hold on. Everyone acts like Jonathan Gannon is trash. He yeah. dominated in, in bad offenses, which again, I'm not saying he gets a parade for. But they were 18th in the league in points. That matters more than 29th in sacks. They played a horrible schedule. And they dominated them. Did they not dominate them? Okay, I, great. Okay, so then he's not terrible. terrible. So yes, then he's not is. terrible. How's you it terrible if you have to be able to beat good quarterbacks? Yes, that makes you elite. What? He dominated bad quarterbacks and bad offenses. Yeah, yes. you know what? We, there's been coordinators in this town that couldn't even do that, right? Oh, so on. that's the point I'm making. What does that have to do with this situation? Because the point I'm making is, look, like he can improve next year. He's not a guy that deserves to be fired. Like The, the personnel was not good on the defensive line. Okay, listen. Let me explain something to you, okay? If you're playing nine yards off your receiver as your defensive back, and your rush has to fight to a block to get to him, they're just going to dump the ball on the I agree with you on that. Well, I but agree how are you going to get sacks? That's why we were the last in the league. In but them. also the passers, we saw like we watched with our eyes. I get your point, but did the passers to you look like one that was consistently winning and getting to the quarterback, even if the quarterback was getting it out right before they got there? Say that again. I'm saying, did the passers to you look like one that was consistently getting pressure? No. Okay, that's my point. So you're right that the quarterback can get rid of it quickly, but we all saw with our eyes that the pass rush underperformed last year because the players themselves did not have good years. You're not going to get pressure when the quarterback is unloading the ball yes, underneath I get the rush. And great, and I'm with you, brother. We're up against the break. But you can get close to the quarterback. To I, I, I try, I, Anthony. This has been a, a long-running thing. This is basic. This is basic knowledge. We're of saying football. the same thing, Anthony. Right. Fantastic call. Call us again soon. I love it. Let someone else argue that about Jonathan Gannon. So take here, a break. Here's what I don't get. And do we have an? Okay, I'm looking at the time. We Very have. Quickly. We have a minute. Yep. Right? Yeah. Everybody like wants to say. Seconds. Okay. Yeah. Everyone, no, everyone wants to say Jalen Hurts can improve. Everyone wants to say Nick Sirianni can improve. Why does Gannon never get that same? That's the best argument. I that it was his first year as defensive coordinator. Could he improve? Sure. And I'm just you. I think where people bristle is that you're arguing for that he was good last year, and I don't think he the was. The defense was not bad last year. Like, I understand they struggled against elite competition. I get it. But guess what? A lot of teams struggle against elite competition. Elliot, he's not you, a, you keep throwing out 18th in points. Like, that's a good thing. Well said. I'll, Two, well, I'll address that next. 215-592-9494. One more segment to go. Rob Ellis, after that, we will run as many calls as we can next segment. It's Elliot, it's James. And let me remind you one more time to hoop it up. With the Park Sportsbook app, College Hoops, Pro Hoops, bet on, uh, bet before or during the game. Yes, during the game, the home team, our guys at Park Sportsbook, the only sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. Nobody does the live in-game betting better than the Park Sportsbook app. It is a wild ride with real opportunities to make money with the swings that you see. You could, of course, also bet on player performances like points, rebounds, assists. Check out same-game parlays or make those future bets now. Who's going to win the college basketball championship in March? I don't know yet, but I'm going to bet on it, and it's going to be a lot of fun like it was last year. Pro Hoops Futures as well. Who's going to win it all? And just when you have some action on these games, it just makes them way more fun to watch these games. The Park Sportsbook app. And don't forget, now open the new Parks Race and Sportsbook located right inside the new Chickies and Pete's Sports Bar and Crab House in Malvern, PA. Play there, get paid there. The Park Sportsbook app. Yeah, there we go. Well done. Go Birds Radio. Am I supposed to Presented know by is? Parks Casino. I mean, you know who it is, right? Uh, the monkeys, maybe? Oh, man. It's the Beatles, man. I'm kidding. Uh, where are you, though? 
Yeah, it was. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. Wait, Moshe James, was James, that was ELO. ELO? That was the ELO cover of Mr. Blue Sky. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, that's why. That's what threw me off. Yeah, okay. So yeah. we're both thrown off then. That yeah. works. 215-592-9494. Uh, we will get to as many calls as we can this segment. Rob Ellis is coming up after that. Let's get as many people in as we can. Let's go to Glenside and talk to our buddy Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, guys. How's it going? What up, Matt? Hey, um... Yeah, Elliot, I had a question for you. One guy that wasn't mentioned yet today was Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. Yep. Um, It sounds like that guy might fall um, to the second round. I mean, even if the Eagles use a late first on him, I think that would be a good get. He's a big-bodied receiver. Yeah, six foot three. Yeah, I mean, you think he's good. I didn't know if he was viewed as like a first-round guy. I think they could probably get him in the second round. Yeah, look, I, I think they need to draft somebody opposite Devontae that's big. That's just the reality of having Devontae as your number one. He's undersized for a number one receiver position. So, yeah, I mean, six foot three, yeah, I, I would be into that. Yeah, I have another. Do you, so we, you know, we talked a lot. Well, you guys talked a lot this show. I, you know, I definitely agree with Elliot. We need to go offense. But my one question is, you know, last week I said I don't want defense because of Gannon, which I still agree with. But is there, the slightest possibility that Nick Sirianni kind of believes in the guys around him too much. Yeah, I definitely think there's a possibility of that. I think Nick Sirianni I mean, has really close relationships with his players, and I think naturally and with his coaches. Yeah, yeah with his coaches. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that. And I look, we know what it can look like when a guy doesn't do a great job of picking coaches, and or or is too much allegiance to a coach, a press Taylor, that type of stuff. Well, so it can it can go wrong. People aren't going to want to hear this, but this is a benefit of how we having say on the roster is like how he can be the bad guy that, that Nick can't be. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like, you know, as much as he's out here saying like Quez is the number two guy, Rager got way more opportunities than Quez did. Like, we we barely point. saw Quez. It's well, it's a great point, Matt. I, I like the idea that he came out at the end of the season was like, Quez is our number two. It's like, then why are you running plays for Rager? Right. Why is Rager getting yeah. those snaps? And like, it made no sense. If he's so clearly ready to be a number two, then why didn't you make him the number two? Exactly right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's a great point, yeah. Matt. Uh, yeah, um, and, you know, just one last thing, Elliot. You're wrong about coffee. Coffee is delicious. Thank you, Matt. Um, well, look, maybe, I can ask you the same question as I've asked everyone, but we can just move on from that. Go ahead. Well, let me just throw one. I know you're a vegan butter guy. Maybe try a little oat milk creamer in your coffee, and maybe it'll change your mind. Funny you mention it. Kristen uses oat milk creamer in her coffee, mm-hmm. and it's fine. There I just I don't like coffee. But yeah, it is or, good creamer. I enjoy the, the cream aspect of it. don't be a vegan. That's fine, too. Well, you look, it makes me feel yeah. better about myself. That's fine. Well, Matt, love great the show, call, guys. Man. Have a good one. Always My a man. good call, Matt. You bring it every time. 215-592-9494. Speaking of bringing it every time, let's go to Texas and talk to our pal, CJ. What up, CJ? What's up, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen? What up, CJ? So, both of you guys are kind of throwing me out because on one side, you're saying, hey, draft all defense. I understand. No, 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 no. I'm saying prioritize that, right? defense, CJ. I think that's the kind of we're, – we're not okay. saying that's it black true. and white either way. We both know that that's they true. need help on both sides of the ball. I'm just saying with your limited number of resources or whatever your resources are, I want to see the majority of them used towards defense okay. is my point. Okay, that's fair. Now, Elliot, you keep saying Gannon didn't have help, but you want to go and get all of the players for offense. Or you well, look at that. Good point, on. CJ. So, Great so, point, Again, CJ. I understand. So CJ's trying, to make this, CJ's trying to make this like all one or the other. I, I, I agree that they need help on the pass rush. That's, that's true. The only point I'm making is ultimately you only have so many draft picks. You only have so much cap space. And if they think the offense that last year 
what you know, finish 12th or whatever, can do it again. Like, I do not believe they're going to run through the league next year. I think that they need to improve the pass. Oh, I don't game. think I don't think they're either. I don't think they are either. And for everyone who keeps saying, I'm not all on either side. They just maybe what I was hearing from both of you, I wasn't actually hearing. But when I look at people that are saying, like, oh, you need the defense to win a championship, and it's like, but you look at the best defenses that were in the league in the playoffs that got burned through. Yep. Like, that's why everybody kept saying the playoffs were the best they were because you can't play defense the way you used to. But now it is a thing where pass rushing and secondary is a thing. People yelling, hey, let's go get linebackers. That's not really a thing. You can put safeties at linebackers and do things. Like, nobody's going first round unless you have an all-world talent. CJ, I, I gen- real quick real quick on the linebackers, I generally agree with you, and that is I don't think the Eagles are going to draft a linebacker philosophically. But I will say, with Jonathan Gannon as the defensive coordinator, I think we saw last year that his scheme could really use a talented linebacker. The way he plays defense, the way he wants to play defense, they could really use a guy in there who could do things. It's either that or safety. And I'm going to say something that you're probably going to laugh with and be like, how am I on the side with Elliot? Coffee is a crutch. I was in the military for 20 years, and I did not wake up not any morning and make coffee. Everybody like, you're the first guy up. I'm like, yeah. And I woke up on my own. Yep. So drinking coffee. Real men like me and CJ. Yeah, real men like me and CJ. Just because you don't need coffee doesn't mean other people don't need coffee, CJ. No, Come I'm on. But it's a crutch. It's a crutch. Absolutely. I mean, people like the caffeine. Crutch. That's an opinion thing. It's a, there, No, you can like caffeine and it's not a crutch. It has nothing to do with necessarily just waking up in the morning. It's something that makes you feel good. It's something that gets you going a little bit. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a crutch. It can be a, a thing that you enjoy. Like As usual, CJ bringing the great not points. Not everything you enjoy is a crutch. I like I like um certain type of flowers and it's a crutch so I don't have to cuss people out all day. So I mean hey Siege. What a And I'm not talking about Sirianni's type of flowers either. Uh hey. <laughs> I got you, brother. I got you. It's a pleasure, hey, my friend. Yeah, have a great weekend. Always y'all fun. Have a good CJ. One. I always appreciate that. You too, man. Always a great call. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Let's go to San Francisco and talk to Matt. Hey Matt. Hey guys, how you doing? Can you hear me well? Yes, yes Matt. man. Good to hear you again. What's up, pal? Uh not much. Um first of all I wanted to Say shout out to all the matches that called in today. There's quite a few of them, especially in the last like hour. Yeah, like um, a lot of matches. Strong I showing. I feel like for we the had mats. a lot of mats. I, I feel like we had some Anthony's. We got a yeah. few. It was good. It's good. We like the repetitive. I got ready to talk a couple of times. I was like, oh, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I, so it's funny because I always think about that. If I see multiple mats on the board and I'm going to one particular mat, I'm always like, I hope the other mats aren't like super disappointed that it's not them that I'm going to in this spot because I'll get to you. Yeah. Uh, and on another side note, I love the consistency from Elliot, how he just doesn't know, like, classic songs. Like, he doesn't know Mr. Blue Sky. He didn't know yeah. House of Pain the the other week. I was yeah. amazed by that. I don't um, listen I to old music. In... Just not, not my thing. <laughs> you go to sporting events. Jump around and play to every yeah, sporting event. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. So, yeah, I heard you guys talking about Traylon Burks. Uh, I got some buddies out here that I'm close with. They watch Eagles games with me, a few of them went to uh, University of Arkansas. Uh, so we watch a lot of their games on the weekends. And so I saw a lot of Traylon Burks. I like him a lot. Um, not like a whole lot of analysis to it. I just really liked what I saw from him. He had really good size, caught a lot of passes over the middle. He was really just like the guy they depended on. Um, if you go back, I think they got trounced by Alabama and Georgia. But, like, again, they had to feed him the ball. Like, if he couldn't get going, they weren't going to get going. Um, and I think he's just got really good size. I'm kind of surprised that he's only six foot two, um, but I think he would work well with the Eagles. I like seeing him in the various mock drafts that he lands with us. 
Um, as far yeah, as look, I like the all, idea, again. I like the, play, the idea yeah. of going after him. My only the thing player is, you're describing sounds like a nice fit with Devontae. For yes, what it's worth. Yes. Yeah. Also, um, his comparisons that I've seen have been Debo and AJ Brown. Uh, all yes, three of them please. went to SEC yes, schools. Yes, please. I'm a big. I'm a big. Uh, you know, if you don't know what to do, go to the SEC. Yes. It's the most pro ready conference there is. Just pick from them, like. It's worked out and for the Eagles in recent that, years. Yeah, Matt, you know that that you you know I'm I'm very with you on this, my friend. Yeah, I'm I'm also a big Nickobe Dean guy like you. Thank you. Um, so uh, when you guys are done in about an hour, the the linebackers and D linemen will be on the combine if you want to check yeah. that out. Good Hopefully looking we'll out, Matt. Find we those second it. and third round picks as well. I love it, Matt. What a great call, man. He'll call again soon. Thank I'll you. I'll make myself a nice espresso martini. Look at you. Put on the, put that, on the defensive the line workout. runs yeah. wild. Let's go to Bucks County and talk to Riley. Hey, Riley. Hey, guys. How you doing? What up, Riley? Uh, so one thing I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about a receiver that's kind of under the radar in free agency. Um, I agree with you guys that we need a big receiver, aside from Devontae. I think – DJ Chark is someone that yes. we should really look at. Love him. He's going to be cheap. He's going to be – he's coming off an injury. Like, we're all talking about the Godwins, the Mike Williams, the Allen Robinsons. They're, they're going to be a big cap hit. They're, they're going to be expensive. Like, go after someone like DJ Chark for cheap, and he could really make a huge so impact with Jalen Hurts. I agree with you. My only thing is, like, you get what you pay for, and there's a reason he's cheap, and there's a reason he's coming off the injury. So I like it. It could be a good – I low, think he's got high. upside for the price. Yes, probably. but yes. my point is there is much more risk with him than there is with other players. And he can go players. deep, which is helpful. You know, if yeah. it's a type of guy. But he's, not, and look, he's not a sure thing. Like Gardner, he's not a Mike Williams. He's back with his buddy Gardner Minshew. We're making it happen. Right, right. Yeah, I also like – I think we should trade back in, uh, one of our first-round picks and put Jahan Dotson on our field. Like, I think Jahan – like, a couple callers ago was talking about Dotson, and um, I just think he has a – ton of potential he is an elite route runner and he really can make a difference on our team yeah riley great call uh, up against it but i i i agree with you i like Dotson. whenever i watched penn state my wife went to penn state and i watch a fair amount of penn state football here and there like i was always wow, impressed. you're a penn guy. state expert all this I was time always i always no impressed yeah. with the guy so um yeah, that. maybe she can text and give a scouting report she'll text me Kristen's over yes. here texting you yeah. about my coffee habits. but i'm not a hypocrite about things so it's a good i don't point. have to worry about never have been. Been. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not once not in my once. life yeah. All right, uh, thank you to everyone who called in. If you're on the line now, Rob Ellis is coming up next. He will be talking Eagles, I am sure, among other things. So stay on the line. We'll get to uh, Robbie coming up next. And uh, if we didn't get to, I truly apologize. We got to as many calls as we could. We couldn't do the show without you callers. So call next week. We'll get you up. Um, and thank you to Moshe Kravitz, Dan Wilson, doing a great job behind the glass. We'll be back next week. Good stuff, my guy. Good stuff, man. Check out our pod, all that stuff. We'll be back next week, one to three. Until then, thanks for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.